Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started? That's your boy Lil Mouse and I get jumped off the porch at Daddy Club Bass. Alright, we got Lil Mouse jumping off the porch with us today. You know what's going on, man. For sure, man. How you feeling, gang? Feeling good, man. No cap. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today. Appreciate it, man. You already know I had to come do this shit. For sure. It's been long overdue for a minute now, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we got we put it together. You know it. So what you out here doing in the A? Working this shit, man. Um, I'm finna drop I got Emery Boy coming, project. I got, uh, I'm finna drop these singles off of it first. Yeah. Type shit. Before I drop the whole thing. That's real. So you just down here putting in a little bit of motion? Working this shit. I've been in the studio, man, working. Yeah. That's all it is to do. No cap. How would you compare working in a city like Atlanta versus Chicago? Um, I, I mean, you could work anywhere. Yeah. Like, I could work anywhere. It don't really matter, but I just feel like shit. Yeah, I could work anywhere. I ain't gonna lie. But shit, out of Chicago for me, it always be like a little better type shit, cause yeah. what a you know what a motherfucker got going on type shit. So that's you just feel like it, you know it's always better somewhere else. I be really locked in type shit when I'm somewhere else type shit. So. Yeah. So how would you compare growing up to Chicago versus seeing the other cities you've been through? You know what I'm saying? How would you compare the city of your home to the other places you know visited so far? Shit, I, shit, it's, it's all the same to me. Shit. It's like shit, what's going on in my shit is going on somewhere else. It yeah. happened somewhere else, so it's, you know. So shit, that shit really be all the same to me, shit. How would you describe coming up in Chicago? What part of the city you from? Uh, I'm from the south side, from the hundreds. Um, shit, coming up for me, shit. Like, I played I play sports and shit, so. It was just like a regular kid type shit. I just liked the music, you know? Yeah. I just liked the music type shit, so. You know, me and my brothers and them used to always like music and shit, so I, that shit just like really went hand-to-hand -hand type shit, but it was just like regular shit, regular kid shit, bad shit, you know how that shit be growing yeah, up yeah. type shit. <laughs> so, it's crazy to ask when would you jump off the porch, you know what I'm saying? We done seen you stamp yourself at age 13, you know what I'm saying? So, when would you say you really started gravitating like your environment? Like, when would you say, you know what I'm saying, you went to Chicago for what it, we know it for? Um, what age? I'd say probably a little bit before I started rapping, for real. Cause I was getting older type shit. I don't really know what age, but probably a little bit before I started rapping. I always knew, like, you know, 
my city was what it was, but as I got older and got to seeing, like, yeah, I don't really know age, but it was probably a little bit before I started rapping, though. Yeah, yeah. So when would you say you jumped off the porch with it? Um, probably like 12, like around that age. Yeah, yeah. So at what age would you say, not even what age, when would you say you knew it was time to, like, change shit around and just fuck with the music for real? That age. 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when I started the music and shit a little bit after that. So it was like, yeah, I'm hot. I already knew I could, you know what I'm saying? Because I love music type shit. I used to always do this shit as a kid. So yeah. it was like, I already knew I could do that shit. Yeah, yeah. So walk us through your first creative experience in the studio. What was it like for you? Um, that shit was, it was fun. I ain't gonna lie. It's still, I still make it fun now, but it was like, after all this shit now, just be like really work, all work now, but I still make it fun, you know what I'm saying? I still have fun with this shit though. But back then, that shit just be like, cause it was like my first time, you know what I'm saying? In the studio or whatever, making music and shit, so that shit used to always be fun and shit, so I used to like that shit. It was never hard for me or none to make music, never hard. I write all my shit, it's never hard, so I used to just go in that bitch and have fun. Yeah, yeah. What was your first studio situation? Was it like a professional studio or was it your homeboy set up? Uh, my first studio was professional. I ain't gonna lie. Um, producer I was fucking with in um, Chicago, my boy Chase. Um, and shit was professional. Hell yeah, he had the whole setup. And he had the setup at home too. He had the setup at his crib too, so we were just like from the studio to his crib, studio to his crib. I'm trying to see which one I went in first. I don't know if I went to the crib first. I probably did go to the crib first, but it was, I was right in the studio too type shit. So yeah. it was like he had stood at the crib and he had the real studio. So. We were just liking both of them also. So how did you and Chase lock in? Um, through my, uh, through the, um, my team that I was fucking with before. That's how we had locked it in. He had locked us in. We, um, either one did produce, get smoked, and shit like that. He did all the, all the beginning shit type shit. So that's how we locked it in though, through my old team. That's real. Mm -hmm. So once y'all locked in, how long did it take for y'all to create the hit, get smoked? No time. Yeah. That was like my third song, me recording for real. First video I dropped, but that was like the third song that I recorded. Like I recorded another song, me and Shada, and I recorded another song by myself. Then I recorded Get Smoke. But that was the first video. That bitch was so hard. I remember playing that bitch in the hood. We in the hood playing that bitch. I said that bitch so hot. Yeah. It was like the bitch already dropped and shit. We yeah, this gotta be the first video you shoot. Yeah, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Yeah, this is gonna be the first video we shoot right here. That bitch too hot. And after that, it was just out of here. Yeah, you after that shit history, man. Man, what? Shit did what it did. Did you expect that record to take over the way it did? Nah, I ain't. Nah, hell no. Nah. I just thought shit, motherfuckers just go, you know, another rap video on, on YouTube. I ain't gonna say it like I ain't believe in myself, but yeah. I ain't just gonna sit here and, you know what I'm saying, lie to you. Like, yeah, I just knew it was gonna, yeah. nah, I ain't know that shit was gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. How would you say that shit impacted the city of Chicago? Um, I'll say shit, especially, like, i say for motherfuckers like my age and shit, like young motherfuckers, it made them feel like, oh, damn, I could do this shit too. Like a lot, cause it made them feel like I could do this shit too. Ooh, I could do this shit too. I know it made motherfuckers feel like that my age, cause I was seeing it. You know what I'm saying? 
like all type of motherfuckers rapping my age, shorties and shit, you know what I'm saying? When around that time type shit, so I knew it was probably having motherfuckers like, damn, shorty going crazy talking this shit. Yeah. And I know it really shocked motherfuckers, cause you know motherfuckers had you know bad shit to say about it. Motherfuckers had good shit to say about it. So, uh, what was your reaction to the backlash of everybody? Negative reaction of you being so young, talking about the things you was talking about. Um, I, I always look at uh, situations both sides. You know what I'm saying? So. I put myself in their shoes if I was older and looking like, man, this child just coming out the blue cussing this shit. But, you know what I'm saying, talking about what he talking about. But also, shit, y'all know, like, that's how everybody started, man. That's how you started. Everybody started young. You don't start old, you start young, shit. And then you already know, like, the environment we come from and how we come up and shit. So it was just like, that shit was like already in a motherfucker. It wasn't like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? With putting a battery in my back and telling me to do this and do that. Nah, this shit, me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Type shit, so. That's real. What about once Lil Wayne hopped on the record? Uh, that shit, man. That shit, that shit went crazy, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Motherfuckers thought I was signed to, signed <laughs> to him money. That shit went crazy, though. How did that come about? Because that was, at that time, still the biggest artist in the world. So for him to hop on your record, what did that mean to you? And not only did he hop on the record, he left your verse. That shit meant a lot. I appreciate that. That shit meant a lot. Um, um, the impact, man, that shit, um, I don't know, man. That shit just like, that shit was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I ain't even how it came about. Shit. Um, I don't really know how it really came about. I know that he, you know, reached out first. They reached out first type shit, but I ain't know nothing about it. Like they was like making it, keeping it a surprise, like trying to make it a surprise for me. Yeah. So I ain't really know nothing about it to after type shit. That man Wayne got on get smoke. Ooh, what the bell? I'm like, man, you cap. I'm thinking motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, lying and shit, but that shit was crazy. I ain't gonna lie, I couldn't even like really when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Keep that shit a secret. I told her for no. I told my homies and no. I mean, they talking about Wayne hopping on some shit. Ooh, that have been on oh, for no. He ain't pit that bitch on what that was. Dedication for? Yeah. History, man. That shit, man. That shit, history. One of the best records of all that bitch. Uh-huh. And he kept both of my verses on there, didn't he? Snap. Stop playing with him. Yeah. Or did he keep, did he put one verse on there? And he did your ad too. Yeah, he did, did, did he do the ad yeah. back. Hey, he went crazy. I ain't gonna, that's how I knew it was like, he was like really feeling the yeah. song and shit. He went like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was really feeling that motherfucker when he heard that. Like, yeah. I felt him, he didn't re, he didn't redid the whole song. Yeah. He was rapping all over that motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That's that, shit, wild. that shit was, that shit turned. But the momentum didn't stop for you there because you followed back up with 100 bars. Mm hmm. So talk about keeping, you know what I'm saying? your name alive and keeping the momentum going. That was motivation, man. Hell yeah. I you know motherfuckers already motivated. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. 
In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Join the YMCA in March with a zero enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit on March 25th for their open house and experience all the Y has to offer. This all-day event is free and open to the community, so be sure to bring your friends and family. Don't miss the open house on March 25th. Go to ymcadc.org to learn more and find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. That's ymcadc.org. It's more motivation, like, oh, yeah, motherfucker got to keep going with this shit. You know what I'm saying? They liking me. I'm yeah. nice with this yeah. shit, so motherfucker got to keep going. Straight up. Talk about the impact of the hundreds, though, because not only are you, you know what I'm saying, you made your stamp. You had Katie Got Bands come out, you know what I'm saying, do her thing. So mm-hmm. how did it build up for the hundreds, you know what I'm saying? Y'all had y'all cool points at that point going. Oh, we was, man, motherfuckers just going crazy, man. And I ain't expect none of this shit to happen, you know what I'm saying, nothing to go the way it went. Yeah. Motherfuckers just putting in the work and shit, you know what I'm saying? You see what happened when you put in the work, so shit. All I know is just work, shit. Real shit. Uh, yeah. So fans want to know why did you disappear and why you know what I'm saying putting back the motion now. Everybody, you know, everybody go through shit. So it was just like, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker. But I was all, I would never like really fell back. I was still dropping. I was still dropping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But motherfucker just going through some shit. I, you know what I'm saying? Type shit. So I had to come back. But I was still dropping. If you go look back during all the times and shit, I was still dropping. Yeah. Mixtapes, all type of shit. Me and D Money was dropping all the time. I was, I was, I was dropping still. Yeah. So shit, I ain't never really like disappeared. I was still dropping. Straight up. Talk about how hard it was losing your brother. That shit. That shit. That shit like, like a pain that you would never, you know, that you would never think to have or go through, you know what I'm saying? Like, I lost a lot of motherfuckers. <clears throat> I lost a lot of motherfuckers growing up, you know what I'm saying? But that shit just, like, hit different. Like, that's, um, that shit's, like, different shit. That shit different. What type of strength did you have to build up for you to keep carrying on and keeping his name alive? Just keep going. That's all you wanted me to do. Just keep working, keep working. Locked in, stay locked in. Fuck all the other shit. Stay locked in. Like, yeah, this will matter. For sure. Fuck all the bullshit. Gotta really lock in. And if it's one thing you want the world to know about your brother, what would it be? Man, sure he had the biggest heart. The the, the biggest heart ever. And, like, you know, he was like, he was was the brother that taught me the music shit. So it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, it's like we talked about this shit. I hope, you know. For a long time, we talked about this shit our whole life, so, you know what I'm saying? So, I really, I know he really wanted this shit, he really wanted me to have this shit, so, it's only right to keep going. That's good. What inspired 
And where did the name come from? Michael Mouse Mice. Mm, Michael Mouse Mice. Yeah. Shit, that shit, I don't even go there. I think shit just, I don't, I don't know how I came up with the name for real. Like, you know, but he just like shit. Then I fuck with Michael Myers too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just the movies and shit on that side. So I just like threw my name in the middle of that shit. And I just like went with it. Then like the first little album and shit I dropped on that shit, that shit went crazy. Yeah. And I liked it, like the little whole little concept of it type shit. So I'm like, yes, that's me. Strange mice, and all, and that's why I was just going back. Mouse mice, shit like that, Michael Mouse mice. But, you know, so shit. How did you live up to the persona of Michael Mouse mice? Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Folks, savage shit, and that's what shit, that's how we coming. For we sure. coming like that, savage. Masked up. <laughs> But I fuck with Michael Myers though, so that's how I really just, you know what I'm saying? That's how I really just came up with it. Real shit. Talk about linking up with AZ, another Chicago legend recently, for the Diablo Live performance. AZ, that's my boy. So AZ, that's my boy, man. You know, we always been locked in since the beginning type shit, so. That shit was just like, you know what I'm saying? Some shit like, we, we gotta do this. Yeah. And it was just like perfect time. Me and him was. At the same spot, at the same place, same time. So shit, we just made it happen. So shit. For sure. What's one thing you want listeners to take from your music and your message that you back now? I'm, I'm, I'm telling my story, man. Telling how it is. How I look at this shit. You can take it however you want to take it, but I'd rather you take it how I'm giving it to you. But if you don't take it like that shit, you can take it however you want to take it, man. But I'm just really telling my story, man. Just. Man, motherfuckers know. Popping my shit, what they say. Popping shit, man. <laughs> Real spill. So besides music, what else are you working on? And what else you been up to lately? Really, I'm gonna pay my all into the music shit. Real. Got other shit too, but really, I'm just want them to focus on this music that I'm putting out that I'm finna drop. This comeback type shit, so you know, that's why I want them to focus on mainly. Talk about the creative process of putting this project together versus any other project you worked on previously. This project, it was kind of like, I ain't no counting. This project is like, you know, motherfuckers went through shit. Uh, you know, all the shit a motherfucker went through type shit these past years and all that shit. So it was just, cause I got, you know, shit that I been did and I got new shit. Like it's like together. Like I went to grab some shit. And I made new shit, all the shit, you know, newer shit, the shit I've made recently. I wouldn't touch shit, so it's really like, yeah, that shit. I took my time with it, type shit, so. And I really made sure, like, we done went over the track list and shit by a hundred times. Took shit out, pissed shit back, you know what I'm saying? All type of shit, so it's really like, yeah, I took my time with this shit, so. That shit, like, different from any other project type shit. Yeah, shit. Any last words and shout outs? And tell the people the name of the project and when it's dropping, man. Man, I'm a boy. The name of it. I ain't gonna give y'all no date. I got these singles coming up at first before I drop the whole thing. And shit, man. Be on the lookout for that new shit, man. Y'all know I'm coming. Y'all know how I'm coming. Well, still, man. Little Mouse, we appreciate you having you on the porch with us today, yeah, gang. You know that. For sure.
Join the YMCA in March with a zero enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit on March 25th for their open house and experience all the Y has to offer. This all-day event is free and open to the community, so be sure to bring your friends and family. Don't miss the open house on March 25th. Go to ymcadc.org to learn more and find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. That's ymcadc.org. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.